Hello and welcome to I'll Try That, the beer review and news podcast. I'll Try That, the beer review and news podcast. Here in London. Ding dong. I was thinking about this last night in bed. Smashed it. <laughs> Proof of success. There's a soon to be a fur daddy. <laughs> Another one in the bag. I'm vetoing that. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the I'll Try That podcast. This week, uh, Rich and I are going to be breaking down everything that is to do with Staropraman from Prague. Staropraman. Uh, Staropraman. Staropraman. So Rich, uh, but first, you got a bit of a hot topic for us. Yes, so hot topic wise is beer related, of course. <laughs> I just really hope so. <laughs> what was the biggest news story of the past two years? Well, I mean, it's coronavirus, isn't it? 100% it's coronavirus. Coronavirus has dominated our lives uh, for the past two years. That's, that's my serious voice. But Way to bring it down, Rich. I'm really sorry. I'm going to bring it right up. <laughs> people, pe- people are listening to this podcast to es- uh, for escapism, to escape the real world about coronavirus right now. <laughs> well, okay, I hope okay. you're going to go on a more jovial and entertainment mood. Right I'm going to bring some positivity right at you, okay? What bit... Would you say is most related to coronavirus? Well, obviously, Corona beer. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, an unfortunate name for a beer that was there before the coronavirus, and yeah, so absolutely nothing to do with the virus, but unfortunately, yeah. has uh, you know. So and, and and honestly, in my opinion, Corona, like, there's nothing they could have done about it, um, but they must have hurt through coronavirus people must have been like dismayed by the fact that they've got the same name as the virus that's didn't impact in their lives so negatively right well that's well that's exactly what i thought i thought there was there was whole rumors and facts so when it was mid pandemic we were all in lockdown and everything like that and i was i was doing my shopping in local supermarkets and my friends were like ah no one's buying corona because it's the same as coronavirus and all this sort of stuff so i brought corona because apparently it was cheaper um, and everything like that because I'm t- yeah I found the same thing I found Corona on like promotional sales mm. you know it wasn't the same price as it normally would be yeah and so so I just assumed Corona sales would take an absolute hit um, just because just of all this negativity around the name and everything like that but um, Corona sales jumped up by 40% 40% 40% wow. <laughs> that's crazy that's that's game changing for a company I like I like to think people were going huh well if I drink corona immune this is okay so you think people thought there were medical benefits to it (laughs) or people are buying it ironically like you know owning what you're you know what's impacting your life negatively Mm. yeah I'm going to own that corona you know I'm going to buy corona (laughs) or genuinely people have exactly the same thought process as me going well people aren't going to be like buying corona Cheap as hell. Better buy some. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I genuinely, I genuinely drank a lot of Corona during lockdown. I think because of that reason, and it's just. I mean, you might, you might be like the reason for like ten percent of that forty percent of increase in sales. Basically, is what you're yeah. saying. I like to think I help Corona out, and you know, I'm very passionate with Corona because it's with one of my favourite movie franchises, and I'm just there. I'm just there to help Corona and Vin Diesel. And <laughs> brilliant! Uh, glad that you've again you've managed on another episode. You've managed to get Fast and Furious and Vin Diesel into the episode. That's fantastic. You're doing a sterling job there, Rich. 
but yeah, but but I'm I'm really there for it because because once we've we, we've both said we both like Corona. It's 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 a good beverage, and I was I was mm. genuinely. It feels odd to feel disheartened for such a a large brand and stuff like that. But I was a bit disheartened that people were no, we're not going to drink Corona mm. because it's named after this virus because. You've, like, come on! You can't really consider that it's the same thing, is uh... yeah. But forty percent is that global sales? Yeah, global that's sales. Global sales. Forty percent. It jumped. Wow. Yeah, that's like half of your. You're doing like almost half better. Obviously, yeah. that's what forty percent is. Ugh, of course, it is, Joe. Um, but it's like that's. I can't even believe that because normally beer companies they are lucky if they get like a percentage especially at the size that Corona is and it's a huge top five brand in the world as we've talked about in the Corona episode you know they're lucky if they get like a 0.1% uptick in their beer sales you know on year on year that's they're doing really well they're hitting they're going in the right direction they're going up in a declining market and you know they're you know that all the salespeople are going fantastic well done us big big hats 40%. 40%. So I've just, I've just read again on the article I was perusing from. It was the largest growing grocery item. Not, it was the largest growing grocery item. That was on people's grocery lists. Not, not beer. That beat, Corona. That beat out, that beat out cabbage. Yeah, that be, and cabbage is dope. That's the, <laughs> cabbage is dope. <laughs> so yeah i mean that's unbelievable that's not even just beverages that is just like grocery items things that you'd buy like supermarkets vegetables you know cabbage like meat <laughs> cabbage obviously number yeah. one potential in the world but i find that mad but no that is insane that is insane. So what? I mean, what are they going to do with all that money? Are they? Is that sustainable? Do you think that's sustainable? Obviously, they're not going to probably make another forty percent on top of that forty percent. No, no. They might make a much smaller uptick next year or whatever. And is that period two years a year? Like, what's that forty percent? Last year. Just, just last just, year. Just, just wow. last year. They made enough money to fund the next three Fast and Furiouses. <laughs> <laughs> That is yeah. their Fast and Furious <laughs> budget. Yeah. Sold. Ready and raring to go. Vin Diesel is laughing at them and, and, and rubbing his hands going, yeah, three more. <laughs> Family. Family. <laughs> That's spot on. I mean, uh, fair play yeah. to the man. I've never heard of a company making 40%, like legitimately making 40%, uh, you know, an established company like that making, you know, and this isn't like a tech company. No, no. This isn't a company that's like doing something dramatically new that suddenly got all these new sales. This is the same product yeah. that everyone has known for many, many, many years and they just happen to be selling 40% yeah. more of it. I, I think it's 100% down for it. Like, it's as horrific as coronavirus has been, it has been a marketing dream for corona. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, people, at least for all, all around the world, it is undeniable that people know what the word corona yeah. is now. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And the fact that there is a beer around it. I mean, maybe, I mean, hey, there might be some corner of the world who's had their only interaction with the word corona has been through coronavirus and then now they suddenly have this beer arriving called corona and they're thinking hey it's a weird name <laughs> yeah. to call your beer but well, i'll go for it i'm there for it nice yeah. 
Well, I mean, fair play. I love love to hear about a Brewer success story like this, especially someone that like one that is just that's never going to no, happen yeah. again in our lifetime. Like forty percent of a like established company. That's like AB and Bev telling telling us that they've suddenly just you know, but everyone, the whole world has decided that AB Budweiser is the number one beer again every single year. It's mad, and I will definitely continue to drink Corona. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Good. It's a good product. So this week we're going to take a trip to the Czech Republic to Prague. Mm, very nice. Um, so we're talking about Staropramen, um, which is a beer brand which I've actually never had before. Really? Never had Staropramen Until before. right now? No, never had it. That, you know what, Joe? Like, I, consider you, I consider you a man who has had many beers. And stop, even I've had Star of Praman, and I struggled to remember when we were trying to buy beers for this because I thought it was a different beer. But even, yeah, yeah, yeah. even I've had it. No, I've never had it before. Um, and uh, anyway, I'm, I'm very, I've, I've known a Star of Praman for a long time. Uh, I know a Star of Praman, obviously, from being uh, from the Czech Republic, from being Prague itself. And Prague has got a very long history of being a beer-loving city. You know, it's the home of a lot of beer culture, um, especially in, in, in that part of Europe as well. But, you know, a, a fun fact about Prague, uh, we've mentioned it on a hot topic before, that there is a beer spa. Ooh. And that beer spa is in Prague. Oh, really? You're like, that, that's the one you can bathe in beer, isn't it? And drink the beer at the same that's time. Correct. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's, it's meant to give you some sort of like, you know, hop, a high hop oil content that helps you open your pores, give you a more glowing experience. Um, you know, basically it's something that can only be dreamed up by people who drink and, and not even just drink beer, but they enjoy the beer culture. Yeah. And I think, you know, that is definitely what I get from, uh, from Prague and Czech Republic. Well, I was going to say, we, we, yeah, we, we talked about washing your hair in beer as well. That it was a, it was a thing that women apparently do to make their, in medieval times, to make their hair luscious, luscious and boisterous. Mm. I, I reckon I might give it a go. Um, I'll give you one last fact about, a little factoid about uh, De- uh, Prague before we move on to something uh, actually more related to the brewery itself. So Prague is actually home to the world's second ugliest building. <laughs> what? The second ugliest building? Yeah. I, I'll, let, I'll let you have a look up for what the world's number one ugliest building is, but... The second, second uh, um, you know, prize goes to this building in, in Prague. It's called the Zizkov Tower. Uh, and either for political reasons or for disrupting Prague's medieval skyline, because Prague is a very ancient city, uh, it's, it's a very tall, grey structure. I'm looking at an image of it. It, it looks almost like a kind of a, like a... You know, if you've got a child to draw like a spaceship... They draw like a big long stalk, uh, you know, kind of like stem, and then they'd maybe put a point at the end, uh, and then this thing just basically has these like weird like cube pods that come off the top of, off the side of it. But it's not like it's in any kind of like structured way. It's just random. Like there's no rhyme or reason for why these pod things are stuck on the side of this this tower. So yeah, I'll give that. It's a very ugly looking building. Fair I enough. think gender, I'm so I'm currently looking at a picture of it, and it is it is horrific. Yeah, <laughs> it's also it, what I was going to say. I would say the ugliest building is the is the council building in Weymouth, but uh, that's uh, that's uh, <laughs> that, that that's Maybe another that's... problem for me to deal with later. 
Maybe that's the subjective view, but, uh, you know, something close to home for yourself. Um, but no, so I was, I did, as, as, as with everything, I, I started to do my research um, with Star of Ramen, but as it's, it's a Czech beer and it increased during, um, increased popularity during the Czech resistance in the second half of the 19th century, uh, as, the, as the population of Prague rose, industrial companies were built and the capacity of existing breweries was not sufficient. So the Czech resistance um, was a movement um, in Czechoslovakia um, that was in World War II. And they, they basically they gathered intelligence for the Allies um, to help them during World War Two. So this is really, it is about Czech resistance of of the Germans during World War II. That's, and so yeah. the rest of Europe have looked at them to be like, that's fantastic, well done. And yeah, basically. what are we? We're 80 years on and we're still going, that's fantastic. Well done, Czech Republic, <laughs> for your resistance yeah. <laughs> of the Germans at that time. Yeah. Wow. You guys did well. Okay. That's, uh, yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Well, I mean, that's something. That's a, that's a fantastic, like, kind of, like, nuance, I suppose, of a different beer. But, you know, actually to take it away from, from that and actually not to take away from how important the Czech Republic is in its importance to beer and beer cultures, as we alluded to before. Actually, Straubarman is, is, is 150 years old. That's like, that's, that, 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 that's mad that they, like, we have all these breweries, we have all these English breweries that something has lasted so long. And I, I can't get over how beer seems to just transcend history. Really well. The great words. Really great words. well. That's not I've ever heard you use the word transcend <laughs> as well. Okay, so yeah, so so Stauraman is is itself. It's actually a pilsner. So hmm. you know, what other pilsners do you think of when you think of Czech Republic and pilsner? And I'll give you a, a hint. The name is is an offshoot of Budweiser. It's it's like they've had they've Budweiser has had to change their name in Europe because oh. of this company. Well, we mentioned it before in the Budweiser episode. Oh, oh no, it's the is it, is it the Anheuser? No. Is it Budvar? It's Budvar. Well done. Good beer knowledge, Rich. Uh, so, yeah, so Budvar, which is the original Budweiser, according to this website, which we also covered in the previous episode, it's not the original Budweiser. Yeah. It's just they owned the name Budvar, and Budweiser could not trademark Budweiser in, uh, um, in the UK uh, and, really and Europe, so they had to be happened. Bud. Yeah. Well, yeah. it just shows, you know, obviously Budvar, Czech Republic beer, it's been around a lot longer than most of these companies like Budweiser. Uh, Budweiser's brand has been. Um, but also another one you might know of is Kolza, uh, which is a, um, uh, which is Praha as well, is another Czech Pilsner. Pra- oh, um, is it? You know Praha? Yeah, I know You've Praha. had Praha yeah. before? Oh, really? Yeah. And guess where Praha's from? Prague. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> It's nice, uh, and pil and pilsner urkel as well is also a Czech. Yeah, I've beer. never tried that. And that apparently pilsner urkel, you'll have seen it because it is sold in the yeah. UK. Pilsner urkel is the oldest pilsner in the world. So when we're thinking pilsner and we're thinking we're thinking beer as a whole, Czech Republic has a, a very long yeah. history as we as we're showing. There's a very strong beer culture as we've as we've discussed about uh, the beer spas in uh, in Prague itself. But they've also happened to have some of the oldest beers in a certain area, you know, in the world. Like, I find, 
I just find that a bit mad that the, these breweries have managed to hold on for so long and produce something that yeah. is that is pretty tasty, and still and still manage to be that consistent with it. I think it's great. Even mm. the the rate that they've grown and the rate that they are that they are growing, they've managed to still brew something that people want to drink regularly. I think it, it baffles me slightly. So it's been brewed in 1869. Uh, apparently when two visionary brewmasters set out to create a beer that would be better than the rest. Displaying true craftsmanship, Star of Prama is brewed with passion using the finest ingredients, including premium Czech hops, and embodies the spirit of Prague in every sip. I mean, they had to have Czech hops. They couldn't have you no know, Bavarian hops in their own beer. Like Czech hops is is well renowned. You know, you've got Czech hops in coming up in a lot of uh, American craft brews nowadays. You know, you have a lot of Czech hops going there. Uh, you know, a lot of limited edition um, breweries. I think uh, 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 Camden Town actually did a limited edition which has a Czech hop inside it. Well, you that's know? it. If if your hops are that good. Use them. Don't 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 bother trying to get stuff imported in and everything like that. Just use what you're known for and use it because it tastes good. Like there's, I'm I, I'm a fan of Star of Pramen. Like it's not something I drink regularly or actively go out and buy, but mm. it's nice. It's a good good beer. So when I think of Star of Pramen again, it's the first time I'm tasting Star of Pramen, but I've heard of Star of Pramen. I'm quite familiar with the brand itself. Um, I think of Prague. You know, and this is definitely how they market themselves. You know, they refer to themselves as the number one Prague beer mm. in the world. That's a big oh, claim. That's a huge claim. But if they are, you know, that, that, if they're the most popular beer from Prague, then they have that right to say that, I suppose. Uh, but they go a lot further. And they say that Star Praman actually embodies the spirit of Prague, the spirit of Prague in every sip. That, okay, so that's, so that's a huge statement to say they, they are the spirit of Prague, because surely... The spirit of Prague is different for everybody. Would I, would I, would I be wrong in saying that? I, I guess so. I guess everyone has their own like kind of experiences of Prague and that kind of thing. But I guess what they're saying is it, kind of taking a step back from the individual mm. and saying, if you were to bottle up and make into liquid form, what is the essence of Prague? They are saying it's Star Praman. So if I go to Prague, I'm going to feel like I do right now drinking Star Praman. Well, I imagine if you go to Prague, you should go to Prague and drink Star Praman from the source. I'd imagine it might be a Guinness situation going to Dublin itself and drinking Guinness from one of the, the few pubs in the local area that has the best Guinness rating. I'd imagine you can go to Prague and go to one of the Star Praman certified uh, pubs so, and try okay, it there. Okay, so, like, so, so, so I'll, I'll throw it out there. I will go to Prague because I quite like Star Praman. And I'm genuinely intrigued to see if Star of Pramen is better in Prague. Because I quite yeah. like it in the well, bottle. We should try that. I quite, we'll I quite like that. it in the bottle. Maybe that should be our next trip we go on. Prague. Well, talking, talking about the bottle, I want to talk about this a bit more. So it's a traditional green bottle. Obviously, bottles, beer yeah. bottles green or brown, you know. Uh, but Star of Pramen, obviously, it's, uh, it's in a green one. Um, and they've got a lot of embossing embe embellishments yeah. on this bottle, which is fascinating, actually. So it, it feels quite old school because, obviously, it's, a, it's 189 years... Uh, sorry, 150 years old, uh, made in 1869. So it's an old bottle, so it's, it, transcend, it, it comes across in, what, in how they've done the, bot the bottle and the label. Um, but they have the Spirit of Prague, 
embossed in the bottle uh, above the label and proudly, um, you know, proudly brewed since 1869 on there as well. But yeah, it feels chunky. I mean, we are drinking the 660 milliliter yeah. versions of the bottle. The big bottles. The big bottles. And I don't know about you, Rich, but this is the only bottle that I could find in my local yeah. area. I could, I could not find a smaller Star of Pramen bottle. I tried. I tried hard to find a smaller Star of Pramen, but I could only get the big boy bottles. So the other bottle they do do, they do a, a 330ml, so half the size of this one. So it's a yeah. standard 330ml, what you'd expect. I haven't seen one of those, if I'm no. quite honest. It's always been the big ones. Um, and, and, yeah, so this is this is what it is. And what's that? How much is 660ml? You say it's a, a litre. Yeah. Or just under, is it? Yeah. A litre. About a litre of beer. Yeah. And, like, like I I like it, but I, I also, I don't know, I, I think it... No, no. It's not It's not a litre. A litre is, is a thousand millilitres, just to point it yeah. out. Um, so, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, there you go. Matt's, Matt's nodding. Um, so yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's chunky though. This is like the most amount. This is way more than a yeah. pint. A pint is 568. This is 660 mil. Um, but you'll like to know that for your 660 mil, you will be consuming only 271 calories. Really? Yeah. That's a, I, it's not, as a person, I don't tend to calorie count, but it's nice to know. Yeah, if you need yeah. to know. Um, and you also need to know, uh, you might be asking yourself, is Staropramen gluten-free? You know what? It's a question I ask daily. Uh, and the answer is no, it's not Good. gluten-free. I'm glad. Uh, because uh, both of the sources <laughs> of malted barley and uh, wheat, which is in Staropramen, it have sources of gluten in it, so it's never going to be gluten-free. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. That's possibly one of the funniest things you've done on this. This is the entirety of the podcast. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think overall, I'm a big. I quite. I'll leave it on that. I'm not enjoying that so much. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm also a big fan of Star of Pramen, and I. I plan to visit Prague just so I can drink Star of Pramen from the stores. Yeah, I think for a five percent beer, a five percent pilsner, you're probably going to get a good, um, a good tasting beer for five percent. You know, mm. it's it, it's not an it's not expensive. You know, it's quite an inexpensive drink. Um, you know, it's quite at least here in the UK, yeah. you can find it quite readily available, even if you have to buy it in these six sixty mil uh, big boy uh, bottles. But you know, I think it's a solid pilsner. Um, you know, if you're looking for something that's going to go oh, down, uh, you know, be quite inoffensive in a drink, then I think pills uh, this Star of Pramen is a is is a solid bet for that that inoffensive. Maybe you're going to pair it with some sort of type of food. Yeah. Maybe you're going to go round to someone's house that you don't know that well. You know, so you don't know what kind of beer they like. Well, then Star of Pramen's probably got your got your back in that one. Um, try and find a three thirty mil, maybe a multi pack of that one. Um, but, uh, Rich, I digress, because let's talk about the numbers. You know we like to talk about the numbers here on the, the Artwell podcast. The most important thing of the whole podcast. So, Star of Pramen Beer, uh, Star of Pramen dot beer on Instagram, gets uh, 10.7k followers. Okay. And Star of Pramen on Twitter gets, depending on which one you're going for, because they, again, section that up by country, anywhere between 1.5k through to 5k followers it's nice to know our podcast has more <laughs> great so overall 
I think it's a solid... I, I'm, I've enjoyed learning more about yeah. Stout Brahmin because I didn't know anything about this beer that I've known from... The, you know, I know of the Stout Brahmin brand. Never tried it before. It's a very easy drinking beer uh, for 5%. Um, and you can get it in 660 milliliter bottles, which is always fun. <laughs> and that's all we have time for from this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, and Simo, goodbye. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. Always drink responsibly. And if you or anyone else needs some help, go to drinkaware.co.uk for more information. Thank you.